Hey everybody, <clears throat> it's Pastor Chip. Thanks for tuning in again. So, um, today I went out riding a motorcycle with a friend. And, um, y'all remember watching that TV show? If you're old enough, Dragnet. They'd say the names have been changed to protect the innocent. Dun dun dun. Well. I'm not going to give you the names to protect the innocent. But I am going to tell you that we were riding around today and we went to a place. We stopped in to eat. And my waitress had a tattoo on her forearm that said, Blessed. And you know me, I just couldn't pass it up. So we started talking tattoos. She's talking about the world and people telling her she shouldn't have tattoos. And I can't remember if it was her boyfriend or her husband, fiance. It was, it was a, definitely a male. But um, then he told her, your body's a temple, that she shouldn't have tattoos. And we discussed it for a little bit. But you know, let me let me digress here just a little bit. What is religion? What is religion? What is Christianity? Uh, first and foremost, it's a belief system. And, and I hate to use the word religion because like that qu set quote, oh, like that saying goes, I've seen the word religion used in so many ways to control people, to defile people, to corrupt the word of God, to destroy people's relationships, to control people, to squash them, to conquer nations. When I dare say, I don't think God would have endorsed any of the things that were done under the name religion. So why are people hell-bent on telling somebody that their body is a temple of the Lord's and you shouldn't have a tattoo. But yet you don't mind shoving another fork full of food down your throat, making your body swell. Or what are you trying to do? Expand the temple? You don't mind smoking a cigarette? You trying to smoke the interior of the temple? You don't mind drinking alcohol if it's a temple of God. What are you trying to do? Sedate the prophets inside of you? Do I need to go on? You can't claim your body's a temple to control another person. And then you can't control yourself. 
you know, a fat person who eats a lot is no more guilty of destroying the temple of God than a person is with a tattoo. A person who's anorexic and starving himself to death to make themselves look better is no more guilty of destroying the temple of God than a person is with a tattoo. You know, I looked it up. I tried looking it up, and <laughs> there's a lot of temple verses about your body being a temple, but most of it is saying to treat your body right and holy. Don't go around defiling yourself spiritually and in righteous and indignation by adultery, being a drunkard, defiling the the Holy Spirit of God in our body, the image that we would have people to see of us. You know, of course, let me read these verses I found, okay? All right. Some of you going to go find other verses and whatnot, but let's just talk about these. Two of them in Corinthians and one's in First Thessalonians. So we're going to start with First Corinthians three sixteen to seventeen. Now it's interesting. Paul has addressed this twice in Corinthians, in two different sets of chapters, right? But First Corinthians three sixteen and seventeen, he says, "Do you not know that you are the temple of God, and that the Spirit of God dwells in you?" If anyone defiles the temple of God, God will destroy him, for the temple of God is holy. Which temple are you? Are you worried about another piece of dessert? Are you worried about cussing people? Or profaning people when they pull out in front of you at traffic? Are you getting all your vaccinations that the government's telling you to get, which is destroying your temple. Because, you know, God made our body to fight diseases and stuff. Are you profaning the temple of God by getting injections? Hey, how about this? When you go to the doctor and you're sick, are you profaning the temple of God when you allow a surgeon to cut it open with a knife? Or does the greater good that the procedure outweigh the destruction of the temple? Good God, man, where's your mind? Where are you reaching at for these these straws? To... Let's go over to 1 Corinthians 6, 19 and 20. You know, and this this is talking about glorifying God in body and spirit. Paul is saying in verse 15, Do you not know that your bodies are members of Christ? Shall I then take the members of Christ and make them members of a harlot? 
And then he goes on to say, certainly not. Or do you not know that he who is joined to a harlot is one body with her? For the two, he says, shall become one flesh. But he who has joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. Which way are you manipulating the word of God to accomplish your subjugation of people? 19 and 20 says, Or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God, and you are not your own? For you were bought at a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. Hmm. Man, I... I don't know how you people stretch this stuff. Let's go over to 1 Thessalonians. 4, 3 to 5. 1 Thessalonians 4, 3 to 5. It says, For this is the will of God, your sanctification, that you should abstain from sexual immorality, that each of you should know how to possess his own vessel in sanctification, sanctification and honor not in passions of lust like the Gentiles who do not know God, that no one should take advantage of and defraud his brother in this matter. Ooh, wow. How about that? Hmm. Ah. What is wrong with us? Are we trying to use religion to control people? Let's go back to 1 Corinthians 6. There was something back there, I thought. I can't find it, but... Why is it that we feel a need to belittle people and then we use the Bible? To justify it. What's going to happen? What's going to happen when you do meet God? And he's and he asks you, how did you handle the power that I gave you? What did you do to win friends to Christ or win the loss to Christ? What did you do to show grace to people you met? I mean, how do you equally apply your legalism and judgment to people when you go into a place and you tell somebody that they can't have tattoos because their body's a temple, but you walk right by the person smoking the cigarette or it's got the, ta the piercings in their nose and their lip and smoking a cigarette and drinking a beer. 
maybe have an extra piece of dessert or, or don't eat healthy food? Where's your consistency? What kind of a witness are you? You're hypocrites, what you are. You're a person that's saying, do as I say, not as I do. I, because I can't obviously live up to the 613 laws that the Jews have. So, But I'm going to tell you, you got to do it. And even though Christ came and said that, you know, we're forgiven of our sins and that grace rules the day and we're under the blood covenant, but he's still, you know, you can't have a tattoo because that, that's going to keep you out of heaven. I'm sorry. I've been riding around with the wind blowing between my ears on the motorcycle and thinking about this stupid, stupid crap that people do to other people. You know, just let's flip it around for a moment. Let's say you walk up on a person that you see is covered in tattoos What, just what if you manage to walk up and say, hey, tell me about your tattoos. Did you, um, did you lose a loved one? Has there been some tragedy in your life that maybe we need to talk about? Um... What, what can we do? I mean, you know, by the way, I'm a Christian and, you know, Christ can help you with this pain or this loss or whatever the reason. You see a guy drunk? I mean, is he laid out because he lost a loved one or is he just an alcoholic or is he alone because his friends are judging him and he has nobody to talk to and maybe you need to spend five minutes of your busy day instead of judging somebody maybe buy a beer and sit down there with him and talk to him about it You know, it just befuddles me at the attitude of people and the holier than thou, how great thou art. And they sing that song, they think how great thou art, they're singing about themselves. You know, John the Baptist didn't go around preaching saying he walked on water. He just preached repentance. The Apostle Paul did not say he walked on water. He preached repentance. And he said he was chief among the sinners. He was a man that killed Christians, chased people down in the streets... But God saw him and used him. And you know what? He did the same thing to me. 
You have no idea what I've done in my life. Where I've come from. What I've been through. Do I walk on water? Only if it's running down my driveway. Do I act like I'm holier than thou? Heck no. Do I cuss every once in a while? Hell yeah. Hit my finger with a hammer and see what happens. Stump my little toe. See what I say. But you know what? I'm a forgiven man. I am forgiven and I'm bought. Nobody controls me, owns me, can change my destiny. I belong to Jesus Christ. Everybody has a story and everybody has a purpose. And we're all precious in His sight. There's a little saying people like to use and it really, really, really is applicable. People who live in glass houses shouldn't throw rocks. When you can walk on water, you got room to say something, people. When you can raise yourself from the dead... You, you can say something. Other than that, keep your mouth shut and love on people. Love on people. Love on people. Don't criticize. The world's critical enough. We don't need your lip. And this is Pastor Chip. Y'all be safe. Be blessed. God bless. Pray for our world. It is going to hell in a handbasket. It's crazy what's going on everywhere. Pray for our leaders. Pray for Pray for the Ukraine ordeal. And everybody be safe and be blessed. Thank you.